This podcast is brought to you by Bet Rivers. Download the Bet Rivers app from the App Store or Google Play Store. Must be 21. Available in Ohio only. Void where prohibited. Terms and conditions apply. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler. Sports gaming is provided in partnership with Dayton Real Estate Ventures, LLC, DBA, Hollywood Gaming at Dayton Raceway. If you're a tennis fan, you'll love betting weekly game bet match on the Bet Rivers Network. Whether you're a better or just love tennis, you'll enjoy the in depth analysis each week of the tennis calendar. Subscribe to Game Bet Match today from your favorite podcast provider. You're listening to Sports Better's Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. All right, Jimmy, out along with Bruce Marshall talking some college football each and every week. Bruce gives us his best bets, three to five of his favorite bets here on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network. He's got five of them for you today. Three totals uh, in college football for this busy uh, college football week. Uh, let's start off in Norman, Oklahoma. Boy, the, the Sooners have been really good against the spread this year. Catching, uh, uh, catching Central Florida at home. 18 and a half for the um, for uh, the Golden Knights. Uh, Central Florida, John Rice Plumley has been in and out of the lineup for Gus Malzahn, who just got a new contract. Sooners at home here, 18 and a half, Bruce. They can smell that uh, college football playoff. Yeah, they can, and they'll uh, they'll probably get a rematch against uh, Texas in the Big 12 title game, and that'll probably determine a spot in the uh, Final Four, at least in Oklahoma's case for sure. Um, but uh, yeah, they get uh, UCF here, and they you talk about good uh, scheduling here. Get a week off after that Texas thriller two weeks ago. Couldn't have been better place for uh, Brent Venables, who I think is actually moving into um, Coach of the Year consideration here. What he's done to turn around the Sooners. I, I, listen, he it's fooled me. But the problem, it's it shame on me, really, for not realizing the Big 12 was going to be a little bit down this year, maybe more than a little bit down. So some of those banana peels that Oklahoma kept hitting last year, uh, they've been missing this year because some of those teams, the Baylors and the Texas Techs and, and the others just aren't quite as strong this year. Now, uh, and plus these new teams that came into the Big 12, like UCF, which has had a lot of trouble in its new league. They blew a game a couple of weeks ago against Baylor, up 35-7, and they lose at home. I think it sort of messed up the rest of their year. And I guess, yeah, yeah, John Rice Pelley did come in for a little bit last week, and they lost another game uh, last week, uh, the uh, uh, the Knights. Uh, so he'll probably be around more this week, but he might not be at 100%. He needs to be able to move uh, Plumlee, and he hasn't been able to do that quite as well with the, the knee issue here. So we'll see. Now, the other angle here, Dylan Gabriel facing his old school. Remember, he was at UCF and now at Oklahoma. And, oh, by the way, uh He's in the Heisman mix. I mean, he's putting up big, big numbers. And if Oklahoma keeps winning, he's going to be there. And like you said, they've been covering every game. I'm going to lay the points here. And UCF, like I said, it's really the defense has had a problem. They've had trouble in their new league here. I'll lay it with Oklahoma until further notice. So a boomer sooner for me on Saturday. Yeah, Plumlee uh, relies so heavily on his uh, athleticism slash mobility. So, yes, if he's compromised there, it uh, it makes him. He's, uh, over the years, he has gotten better. He has improved uh, as a passer, but still, no, his uh, his uh, best asset uh, is his wheels. Uh, uh, no doubt about that. So, uh, nonetheless, uh, Central Florida, again, 18 and a half. Uh, Oklahoma, again, covering the spread at a really, really high clip. Uh, a lot, not of them, a lot of them, not even that close. Let's go to Mac Maction, and we'll go to uh, Bruce's favorite Road Warriors, the Eastern Michigan, baby. Yes, indeed, they're on the road here, catching double digits 
in Northern Illinois. Northern 12 and a half over Eastern Michigan in the MAC. Yeah, well, we'll get to that Eastern Michigan thing in a minute. It is, is worth pointing out, Northern Illinois seems to have turned things around the last couple of weeks, and that was right when the heat seemed to be ratcheting up underneath head coach Thomas Hammock. And, uh, but they've won a couple of games in a row here uh, in DeKalb, and uh, last week an important one over Ohio U. So they have sort of picked up the pace. Although, if you look at them this year, they have not been getting what they hoped for from Rocky Lombardi, their quarterback, the transfer from Michigan State. Now, he missed much of last year, but they were expecting some bigger numbers from him uh, this season. Uh, only six TD passes, and here we are at the midway point of the season. And this is a pretty hefty number, but back to the feature here, like you say. It's Eastern Michigan plus the points on the road, and the MAC is an underdog. Uh, a lot of uh, qualifiers there, but if they're a MAC road dog, 21 one and one against the spread over the last seven or so years. This is a credit to head coach Chris Creighton. You know, why is Eastern be able to do this, uh, Jimmy? Well, they're they're functional. It's not flashy. I mean, they don't pass great, but they can pass the ball. And Austin Smith, the quarterback, is sort of a playmaker, and he hasn't been making mistakes, no picks the last three weeks. They're not a great running team, but they can run the ball. Jalen Jackson and Sansom Evans are good one two, and uh, Evans was a thousand yard rusher last year. Defense not great, but functional. And you add it all together, and this is a very serviceable side that usually puts forth a pretty honest effort. Now they do get out man sometimes, and they go out to the Big Ten this year. They, uh, you know, they had trouble at Minnesota last year at Wisconsin, but. Uh, in the MAC, plus all the points, this combination seems to keep them within earshot. And that is a number we cannot ignore, Jimmy, uh, the Eagles as a road dog in the MAC. Do it again this week, Jimmy. They're laying it out there for us. Give us 12 with the Eastern Michigan, and uh, I'm going to do it. And uh, let's just see what happens. It's been, a, it's been a good way to go when the Eagles get points on the road in the MAC. Yeah, 12 and a half available right now over at Bet Rivers. Get extra value this football season with Bet River Squares. Went up to $10,000 in bonus money. Bet $10 in same game parlays on any game with the Squares icon to earn a square. Brought to you by our friends over at Bet Rivers. Bama, Tennessee. Paul Stone gave us the side in this one. Bruce, you're looking at the total here. Bama uh, up to nine and a half now, 49 against Tennessee. New look, Tennessee. Yeah, Milton's no Hendon Hooker. That is certain. He's not, and it's it's not a necessarily a pretty look, but it's an effective look. I mean, they found a way to win that game last week and cover the spread against Texas A&M. And, of course, this is a rematch of, well, third Saturday in October. It's a, a long history here. Um, but last year's game, 52-49. to 49. I don't think we're going to get half that many points uh, this week. It's a different year, different uh, teams. You mentioned, you know, Hooker not there and, and Milton, Tennessee. Milton up and down. We've talked about him. They've been running the ball more effectively. Not as much last week because uh, A&M was able to slow him down some, but uh, that's what Tennessee is, more of a running team this year for Josh Heupel as they've had to sort of switch gears minus uh, Hooker, who's now uh, in the NFL and rehabbing a knee. Um, but the interesting matchup here, uh, I think, is this Tennessee defense, and we saw him come after Max Johnson big uh, last week, and they call it the cheetah package up front. Fascinating matchup, them coming in with that track relay sprint speed in their pass rush against Jalen Milrow, who's got some speed himself. Uh, but it's a different sort of Bama team this year. This is more like an old-fashioned 
Nick Saban team, uh, Jimmy. Uh, they're, it, they're not going to do it the way uh, they did with Bryce Young or with Tua or with Mac Jones or, or Jalen Hurts, uh, you know, able to comfortably throw the ball 40-plus times a game if they need to. The sweet spot for Milrow is probably about 18 to 25 per game. Uh, control the game with running the football, occasionally have Milrow not make mistakes, and occasional big play with his legs, and then rely on your defense. It's an old-time Saban recipe. The scores are much lower, uh, mid-40s, uh, last uh, last two weeks against A&M and Arkansas. I think probably the same thing here. My only concern is uh, is if Milton makes some mistakes, and then that may give Milrow a shorter field and help to ex- increase Alabama's scoring. But if he doesn't, I think this is a close game, and it'll look a lot like these last couple Alabama games that were played in the low 20s. So I'm looking under here in a defensive battle totally reversed from that game uh, last year in Knoxville that went 52-49. This one doesn't even get half that far. So I'm looking under in Tuscaloosa. Yeah, Bama, uh, you know, no uh, no Bryce Young or Tua, you know, at the trigger man. And uh, so, and, and no Devontae Smith, uh, Ruggs, Waddle, I mean, uh, Jameson. Um, Jameson Williams, I mean, so, and keep in mind when, when Herx was there, he was not a very good passer, but yeah, they're going back. Only thing is Tommy Reese, come on, man, square peg into a round hole. Milrow was not a pocket passer. They insist on just using him in the pocket. I think they're missing out a little bit in utilizing, in utilizing more of his wheels and uh, doing a lot more read option. Anyway. That's where you go, Bama. Yeah, not not your typical roster. Period. And it wasn't last year. And Bryce Young kind of bailed him out uh, because his play, his level of play, was so good. All right, uh, Bruce, your hometown team, baby, Barry Odom, huh? Coach of the year. Got a chance to go over the win total already in mid-October here. Their touchdown favorite, seven and a half, actually, uh, home favorites over Colorado State. Four o'clock, your time, kickoff, UNLV against Colorado State. Seven and a half and 64, another one. We're, going, we're repeating here. Paul Stone gave us a side. You're giving us a total. You're looking at the 64, the total, as, uh, as your pick here. Yeah, I mean, uh, Odom's turned out to be a great hire, and uh, they're already getting worried you know, here in Vegas about um, uh, keeping him. Um, all of a sudden, the buyout wouldn't be that huge if somebody wants to come after Odom. And it, in retrospect, he didn't do that bad at Missouri, uh, Jimmy. Uh, he deserves another shot. He's getting his, another shot at UNLV, but he might get a Power 5 shot uh, pretty soon because he has put this thing back on track. What's impressive, um, now Odom, of course, is a defensive guy, but it's UNLV's offense. They call it this go-go offense, they call it. And they have lucked into a better quarterback situation with Jaden Maeva, the freshman who was in for, actually from Las Vegas. He came in, he played a little bit in the first couple of games, but when Brumfeld hurt his shoulder, uh, when Brumfeld hurt his shoulder in the, in the Vanderbilt game, then it was Maeva's turn. He came in, hasn't looked back since, and they've scored 40-plus in every game except the Michigan game. And by the way, they did cover that one, like they've covered every other game, but they're scoring points like they're going out of style, they're running the football. Uh, Ricky White, a great downfield threat, Michigan State transfer, and Maeva is really a quarterback to watch. Now, the other way, I don't know if any of our uh, uh, watchers uh, here on Bet Rivers stayed up and saw the end of that Boise State-Colorado State game yeah. last week because you could have gone to sleep, and I was shocked to see the score, uh, but they scored actually twice in the last two minutes uh, and three times in the last, like, six minutes uh, yes. to make up that deficit. But um, uh, Boise, you know, 
representative defense. It was a great rally by Colorado State. Some things are happening there for Jay Norvell. Um, and actually, that game they lost a couple weeks ago to Utah State. Weird. They were out 17 nothing ahead after five minutes, and just the whole dynamic of the game changed. They are a different team uh, with Braden Fowler and Nick Alisi at quarterback. He can really whip the ball around. What, 14 TD passes in just the last four-plus games. And they they can uh, they can really score too. That this number this total has moved up, Jimmy. Early in the week, about 61. Now, like you said, 64 at Bet Rivers uh, today. But I don't think that's high enough. These teams are going over UNLV, and it especially is going over every week. And if they're going to be these quarterbacks are going to be uh, whipping the ball around the yard at Allegiant Stadium, it's going to go over again. So I'm looking over the total. This one, I hope it doesn't creep up too much higher, but 64 or so is still in range for another UNLV, uh, maybe a cover, but certainly an over again in what should be a very entertaining uh, Mountain West game in Vegas. All right, 64 is where it is right now. UNLV, Colorado State, uh, total. Barry Odom, no doubt, man, what a job he has done. Uh, uh, lock, uh, as of now, the midseason uh, Mountain West Conference Coach of the Year. All right, Hawaii in New Mexico. I know it was a play, didn't help me out on my plus six in Hawaii going for the field goal when they were down 10, but that was a play over a minute to go to give them a chance and make the final score seven. They could not get the onside kick. They're one-point favorites in Albuquerque against uh, against New Mexico, but the total here, another total, Bruce, three of your five picture totals, you're looking at 60 is the over-under here. Yeah, and I, and I think this one – is shaping up as an over uh, as well. Um, I mean, Hawaii's been trending that way, five of seven. Um, they've played in the mainland before, so, I mean, it's that they, they're used to that adjustment coming over to the mainland here. Uh, Braden Shager, their quarterback, already on 17 TD passes. He's en route to passing for 4,000-plus yards this season. Now, they are not running it. This is a pure old, the June Jones red gun that Timmy, Jung is, Timmy Chang is using. I mean, it's all air, but, I mean, they throw it, and they throw it a lot, and they're scoring points. And so, remarkably, is New Mexico. This is a different New Mexico side than in recent years. Um, They actually have a quarterback um, in Dylan Hopkins, the transfer from UAB, a longtime starter at UAB, a multi-year starter there at UAB, and he has given them something there at quarterback this season. And you look at New Mexico's score lines here, I mean, except for the New Mexico State game, uh, the big rivalry for them. I mean, they've been going over this total every week. But the other thing about New Mexico this year, Jimmy, defensively, I mean, we were used to seeing New Mexico, uh, for a team that had no offense, for the defense to still rank as well as it did the tough positions they were put in in recent years when Rocky Long was their coordinator, was pretty impressive. Last year, 45th total defense. That's not too bad. Long is now at Syracuse. Um, and they uh, and Troy Ruffett, his, his successor, has really had trouble maintaining that same level of play. They rank 110th in defense uh, this season, so it's not the same thing, and we saw that last week. San Jose came in there and put 52 on the board. Uh, it's a different style of game this year with New Mexico, and Hawaii will oblige and be throwing and throwing and throwing, and these teams have been going over pretty consistently, so I don't think 60 is high enough. I don't have nerve enough to, to take either side here, but I sure have nerve to take the over here. So let's go over, and this one down in Albuquerque, uh, Rainbow Warriors and Lobos, a lot of points on Saturday night. All right, uh, three totals in two sides. Each and every week, Bruce gives you his best bets here in college football on the uh, Sports Betters Paradise. For Bruce Marshall, I'm Jimmy Ott on the Sports Betters Paradise on the Bet Rivers Network.